Welcome to season three of the You Belong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti. Let's get real. Welcome back to the You Belong podcast. My name is Brayden, your host. Man, we've done a lot of episodes. I feel like I haven't recorded one in a while. I don't know why that is, but I'm excited for this one to come out. Oh, it's because the last episode was a video one, and so had a little break of recording. But excited for this episode uh, to get on here. And we got none other than the Lance Hamby in here with me recording. Do Lance, even need, what you got to say? Do we even... I don't even think that we should just, like, announce it. <laughs> I feel like you it's just, just start talking. at this point. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just be like, welcome to the podcast. Well, they got to know that you're, you're the one that's be about like, to talk. All of a sudden, we're both here. <laughs> you know Lance Hamby, the man. He's been here before. You think they're tired of hearing me? I don't think so. You think they're tired of hearing me? <laughs> I've been on every single one. Uh, this is your podcast. <laughs> I know. It is. Which if you, means... If you're not tired of hearing me, I go comment in on control. the Instagram post. They did not hear you because you were talking. <laughs> if you're not tired of hearing me, please go comment on the Instagram post to make me feel better. They're not tired we're of hearing We're going to get two comments. <laughs> it's going to be like Willie and... <laughs> I don't even know. I'm going to shoot for somebody. Luke, if you're listening. <laughs> That's This will be a... I went running with we'll, him this we'll morning. So oh, really? Yes. Okay, so maybe you know he'll... I'll listen. And I'm just going to let everybody know because I have the microphone and I have the power. Mm. He about killed me this morning. Oh, boy. And we we did a very light jog. <laughs> he jogged the whole time. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we did three miles. Dang. He did okay. the whole, like, you did know. Did you run all three? No. Oh. I had to stop and walk. <laughs> Understandable. Three I'm miles not, is long. I'm not kidding. My heart rate did not go below 180. I was dying. That seemed is that high? That seems high. Is that, that a high that, heart rate? That's, that's, that's pretty high. <laughs> that's pretty high. I did not go on a run this morning. No. I slept. <laughs> I slept. Proud of you. Good job, Lance. Thank you. I told him on the run, I was like, I better get on the, the scale and be ninety pounds. <laughs> that's too Unfortunately light. I was not. You'd be tiny if you were ninety yes, pounds. Yes, that's unrealistic. I was being dramatic. <laughs> Dang. All right, well, Lance is running. He's exercising. <laughs> He's doing good. I'm not. Sound like actually, actually, I'm doing 200 push-ups a day in the month of June every day, and I haven't missed I a day say, yet. I have not. Wait. I promise you. 200? 200. 200. 200, I promise. You can two ask. So zero, I have, zero. No I have a deal with my friend Parker. Not 2.00. Parker, if you're listening Parker to Carnegie? this. Parker Carnegie? Yep. Uh-huh. We're, we're each doing 200 push-ups a day. I'll call him and tell Parker, you. I can see. What? <laughs> Look at this. I promise you, every day in the month of June so far, I haven't missed a day. I do increments of I mean, 25. Seen... It's pretty easy. Well, not easy, sorry. It's not as hard as it seems when you break it up throughout the day. So I I hit 25 this morning. I should have hit 25 right before I left, but I didn't. So after recording, mm-hmm. I'm going to hit 25. Now, I have been going to the gym some, too. That's good. I've been trying to up my cardio a lot, too. Get that resting heart rate. Because my little belly pudge will Lower. not... Give up. Lower that resting heart rate. 
Yes. If you're not exercising, if you're not lifting weights, <laughs> if you're not treating your body like a temple. Oh my gosh. Get started. But you know what? If you want a donut, <laughs> eat a donut. Eat a donut. Yes. If you want a burger. Now, if you want a dozen donuts every day, you might be indulging a little bit too do much. Do you remember that Vine that but was have like, a donut. do you remember that Vine that was like, if you want a burger, <laughs> eat a burger. You want yes. a eat a burger. Free Shavaka, do. <laughs> Okay, we could go down a rabbit hole just quoting vines. (laughs) Let's get get into this. Lance, what are we talking about today? FOMO. FOMO. What's FOMO? FOMO? (laughs) I I mean, sometimes, if I'm being honest, a little bit. I think we all do. So FOMO, if you don't know what it is, uh, I feel like a lot of people, this is a pretty common term. Um, It's an acronym. Stands for fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know how long this has been a term. Seems like quite a while, Pretty, but it's also yeah. not like a a super old, you know, term or I phrase. I think the acronym is probably more recent, isn't than like the idea. Like our generation, yeah, probably for not sure. the generation before us. Yeah, I agree. Um, so the fear of missing out, uh, something that has been, I think, become like become really prevalent in the last probably ten years. Um, very much due to social media has very much increased the fear of missing out um and that's just the the nature of what where our world's going with technology and social media and just being Mm -hmm. able to know so much about people that like usually people didn't know Mm -hmm. back before social media because you see people hanging out and Mm -hmm. you know with one particular person that sometimes likes to go to turbo coffee and he takes pictures of his feet who you, and I don't know who you're talking not, about. Does not text me and be like, "Yo, you want ice Vietnamese?" <laughs> Are you talking about me? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Oh man, so FOMO, the fear of missing out. Um, I feel like it's kind of self-explanatory, but mm-hmm. what is it? The fear of missing out. Basically, it's usually with a group of friends or people you know. If they are doing something. It doesn't even have to be friends. If it's mm-hmm. just, you know, maybe people you want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. They're doing something and you're not there. You're not invited. And now you're, you got like, you want to be there. It's like, this you, feeling of you're seclusion not inclu- yeah. and isolation. You're not included in whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. And then it can also be like, you're a, it could be like a before something even happens. Like you're afraid that this person or this group of people are doing that or are going to do that. Um, in the future, like they're gonna go do your favorite thing without you. You know what the worst type of FOMO is? What? This is the embarrassed. This is the I hate. I hate doing this because I never want to feel. I never want to make people feel obligated to invite me to things. Mm-hmm. But don't you hate when you walk up on a group of people and they're making plans? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, and you just happen to walk up like it wasn't even planned or intention, and then you just kind of stand there, and then like you're kind of like. It's like this weird tension of like, okay, somebody's got to be like, hey, we're going to do this. Or sometimes yeah. they don't. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Yeah. Because like they're I'd talking rather, about it. Yes. You know they're talking about it. And you're staying. They there. know you know that because you know, you've walked up, but yet they haven't invited you yet. And you're like, <laughs> you I'm definitely that, not invited to whatever they're talking about. You know that meme of the cat that's like, well, they can't say what I'm doing. <laughs> putting his hands out, sitting on a stool. <laughs> yes. So a cat sitting on a stool, put yeah. his hands out and is like, what? <laughs> yes. That's how I feel. <laughs> I definitely can agree with that. Um, so FOMO, the fear of missing out, man, friends or potential friends are doing something and you're not going to be there. Or it could just, it could be like the fear of missing out on 
a family or a fear of missing out on like a job or, you know, fear of missing out on success. Like it could Mm -hmm. be a lot of things. Like it's just the, the fear of missing out on whatever it is like that's that you want to attain in your life pretty much. Yes. Um, and I think it's becoming something that's, it's a lot, people are having it a lot more just because like I said, social media, we're able Mm -hmm. to see a lot of what people are doing. We're able to see people's lives that we don't even know who they are. You know, there's people with a lot more money than us and they get Mm -hmm. to have this, go on this vacation, this and that. And we're like, dang, like, like I want to do that. You know, like you have that fear of like, like, am I ever going to be able to be that? And you're like, who knows? Like you might not be, but that it's that's not a bad thing. Like you have a different life just because they're able to do something doesn't mean you get to do that same thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, or it doesn't so, mean that your life has any any less value. Yeah, or, exactly. Or that you lack particular anything. Mm-hmm. And I, so I think with friends, you know, um, we follow a lot of our friends and their lives on social media. And so if you see like somebody post on their Instagram, somebody post on Twitter, somebody post on whatever it is. Like, oh, I'm here doing this. Or, you know, they take a picture with three people and there's usually six people. So those mm-hmm. other people that aren't there, they're like, dang, they're hanging out without me. Mm-hmm. So I think there's sometimes where it's like, if you have like a best friend and you guys do everything together and like they go do something that you'd want to do, like, I think that's like, okay. Like if you have the relationship, be like, yo, what are you doing? What the heck? Why am I not there? Mm-hmm. But I think there's, that's few and far between because i think a lot of times it's people that you're kind of friends with and you want to be better friends with them Mm -hmm. and you're feeling not included and you want to be invited to whatever that is because you want to be closer relational equity to be with them to say anything yes and i think a lot of times we think we do or we don't we just ignore it and we i think we set ourselves up for failure sometimes and we you burn the bridge yeah and we're like we get mad at somebody because we didn't get invited and we shouldn't have expected the invitation because we don't like, chances it just doesn't are, make sense. They probably shouldn't be. It was chances are, I'm not going to say, I'll say 50, 50, mm-hmm. give it like a pretty better statistic. 50% of the time, they probably did not even think of it the way that you're being insulted yeah. by it. Yeah. They probably were just That's a like, lot of times. Yeah. Legit. Cause I mean like there are a lot of times that like, You'll go do stuff with like, because I mean, our friend group is, you know, similar. It's the same pool mm-hmm. of people, but yeah. there's times that y'all will go do stuff and I'm sitting at home. Yeah. Like, it's usually I mean, stuff that I don't like to do, which y'all <laughs> exactly. know to not invite me to, which yeah. I'm, I'm fine with. So, yeah. like, like if I'm going to play basketball with, you're a not going to text like, me. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't expect you to because exactly. I, can't, I can't do anything but tumble across the <laughs> court. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I agree. I think mm-hmm. FOMO, the fear of missing out, is a majority of this is in our in our heads mm-hmm. um where i think there is some real things that yeah, come along sure. with it the the fear part like the the thing that's not good for us is a majority we make it worse mm-hmm. we amplify it in, in our heads and we're kind of mm-hmm. getting into kind of the where i want to go is why is the fear of why are we talking about this why is the fear of missing out bad why is fomo a bad thing um and i would say short answer because we shouldn't live in fear. And the first word of the acronym is, mm-hmm. is fear. And so I think if you're living in fear, like you're not living in the fullness of Jesus because first John four eighteen says perfect love cast out mm-hmm. all fear. Mm-hmm. And where in that scripture, the context is talking about, you know, the, the fear of like eternal punishment. And so we, we shouldn't fear that because we're in Jesus. I think mm-hmm. we can still take the principle of this of like, right. 
it's still talking about fear in general in that mm-hmm. verse. It doesn't specifically say what fear, but there's context around it. But the fear, like the there is fear. no, yeah, there is no fear right. in Jesus's perfect love. And so we should not be living in any type of fear, whether it's fear of uh, like, I don't know, you can have a fear of anything, but the fear of missing out is included in that because it's a fear. And so I think when we're in Christ Jesus, like his love should cast that out. Now, I'm not saying we will never deal with it, you know, or never struggle with it, but like we should always come back to the, like we shouldn't live in it constantly. Like mm-hmm. that's something that we need to get out of and, and ask the Lord to, to remove right. from our heart. Right. Um, and so why is FOMO bad for me right now? My first answer kind of is we shouldn't be living in fear. You know, the Bible encourages us not, encourages us to not live in fear. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, we shouldn't be okay with right. living with the fear of missing right. out if, you know, Jesus, his perfect love casts it out, so we shouldn't have mm-hmm. it in us. Um, and then I think also the fear of missing out s- stems from and also... Um, amplifies insecurity. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we have that fear of missing out, it's because we're insecure. Mm-hmm. And then when we think about that a lot and when we're in that sphere of the of the FOMO, it only makes our insecurity worse and it makes us more insecure. And we're not called to be ins- insecure. We're, supposed to, we're called to be confident mm-hmm. in Jesus. Um, and so why is FOMO bad? We shouldn't be living in fear. I think it causes us to live an insecure life as well. Lance, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I just want to piggyback and add to that. So I agree with everything that you just said. But let's talk about the root of insecurity. What's the root of insecurity? It's comparison. Mm. You know, Paul would have a lot to say about that, and I would encourage you to go read it. Read read Hebrews. Um, you know, there's just one. It's a very popular verse, and sometimes I hate using cheesy stuff, but I'm gonna have to. You know, Paul, uh, arguably Paul would say, I think it, I think it's in Hebrews. I can't remember exactly where it's at. I apologize. Mm-hmm. But it says, uh, to basically, to run your race. Yeah. How are you going to run your race by looking around at other people? You're going to trip and fall. Mm-hmm. So if you're not staying in your own lane and keeping your eyes forward and you're constantly looking to the side and you're com- you're basically comparing yourself to the other runners that are running around you, some people are going to be quicker. Some people are not going to be as quick. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to be more built for whatever else that you're wanting to be or achieve and stuff like that it's not your race that's why you have your race Mm -hmm. so run the race that has been set before you not them you yeah i think that's the call of christ did you compare yourself this morning running with luke i did (laughs) i really did imagine it like so i'm sure there was a little bit imagine if you had your eyes like on how luke was running and how fast he was like Mm -hmm. the whole time like you're going to run into a tree. I couldn't. Re- I, I tried not to look at him because, honestly, I was getting so out of breath. I was embarrassed. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to look yeah, at him. Yeah, like if you focus on what he's doing, like mm-hmm. you're going to get more tired probably because you're not focusing on your running and, and breathing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, why can't I jog in place? He's yeah. just jogging in place. Why no, can't I do that? That's going to discourage you more, and then exactly. you're going to want to quit. Sorry, I just had to ask that because no, of that good. more. But <laughs> what, it, what it does is like, uh, I mean, everybody's different. Yeah. So like he's – he didn't just get up and just like just using this as an example he didn't just get up and just was able to run three miles straight Mm -hmm. that takes a lot of training yeah and a lot of endurance training and stuff like that and in your own race there's things that you can do that people can't do that you've had the training for that other people have not so now when you take your life and you compare it to other people and what they have what they're doing what you don't have what you're not doing you become very discouraged very quick which breeds insecurity. Mm-hmm. It's a tactic of the enemy. Yeah. If you'll really look at how the enemy 
or how things in this life kind of get to us. It's a, it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. It's this one thing that turns into this thing that turns into this thing. So comparison turns into insecurity. Both are sin. Yeah. Which is why Paul confronts the root of it. He says, don't compare yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you compare yourself, then you're going to be insecure to other people. If you're insecure, then you're not confident in Christ. And God's not called you to be insecure in yourself because you're bold and confident and made in the image and likeness of him. Yeah. How dare you compare yourself? Yeah, that's good. And um what was it? Oh man, I lost my thought. FOMO. <laughs> so you were just saying insecurity, FOMO. Um, Comparison. I forgot. I forgot my thought. I lost it. Um, so I think uh, that's so true when we're comparing. You know, like it's going to. It's it's just going to rob us of what we have. Like mm-hmm. when if we just focus on everybody else and be like just have the fear of missing out on what that person has in their life, what that person has in their life, what mm-hmm. this person has in their life. Like, when are you going to think, like, if you have the fear of that whole time, you're never going to get anything. Like, you're never going to have anything you will, What's <laughs> you dangerous want. and what's kind of scary and what's kind of, I think, heartbreaking is that you'll invalidate what God has given you. Yeah. And you'll tell God that what he gave you was not good enough. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. That's a dangerous place to be watch <laughs> For real. So. <laughs> Not 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 adding fear to like oh my gosh I better I gotta because you do want to please the Lord but mm-hmm. understanding that God has not given any one of us more than the other as far as who we're called to be in Him He's mm-hmm. given us equal opportunity to know and to know Him Yeah no one knows Him more or uh, I'm not gonna say no one knows Him more or better or whatever because there are people that have been walking with the Lord a long mm-hmm. time that you know genuinely love the Lord that are probably further ahead than a baby Christian mm-hmm. but to some degree I mean like. Every one of us have that equal opportunity. Yeah. Just like the runner, it takes training and resistance. Mm-hmm. How do you know God? It takes reading your word. It takes yeah. praying. It takes mm-hmm. doing this, doing that. You have just as much of an opportunity to know him for who he is and what he's called you and gifted you to be able to do in this life as anybody else. Yeah. There is so, no comparison. Yeah. I think um, when it comes to FOMO, uh, so this isn't something that is, is like in the Bible, obviously, like this acronym isn't in the Bible. This mm-hmm. phrase fear of missing out isn't in the Bible, but um, I think everything we're talking about that revolves around it is in the Bible. Right. Talking about comparison, insecurity, like these are all things that stem from FOMO and, and are around FOMO. And so I think mm-hmm. it's like there's a lot of things, you know, that aren't directly talked about in the Bible, but we can use to teach apply yeah, and because, I mean, still talk all, about. It's deception mm-hmm. is what it all is. because. Definitely. A lot of what the enemy tries to do for us is to try to pull us away from the truth of, that we know about God. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's no really no surprise to me, you know, FOMO, like we said, it's not in, the word and the acronym is not in the Bible, but the principle is there. Mm-hmm. And that's why, I mean, it's it's talked about. It is taught about is that, you know, it may not say that specifically, but it's all rooted in the same thing. You know, your confidence, your insecurity, your comparison, stuff like that. It's all, mm-hmm. it's all rooted together. Yeah, for sure. And I think... Um, what happens when you have FOMO is like, yeah, I think you, you mentioned this about, um, isolation. And Mm so when there's other people that are doing something and you want to be invited and that's what you're focused on, like, dang, why am Mm -hmm. I not there? Am I not good enough? Um, and all these questions flood your mind of like why you're not invited, why you can't be friends with those people. Um, and it makes you like, I think get, within yourself and like then you're just going to further isolate yourself and further like bring yourself down and away from what the Lord wants for you mm-hmm. and it's 
um, it's very easy for it to yeah. happen. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, just don't have FOMO. Like, it's something you need to pray about and something yeah. you need to seek the Lord through and, and, and read his word and see what he says about who you are and about like yeah. what we should be doing with our relationships with people. Um, but don't give in to it just so easy. Like, it's, I think everything, everything is a fight within the Christian walk. Yeah. Like, we have to battle our mind. We have to battle our natural flesh so um, because it's like so easy to give into because that's our natural state of like we're naturally sinful we were born into sin and so we we're not going to just be able to not have FOMO like you have to um you have to attack it you have to talk about it with somebody you have to talk about it with the Lord and um but but what I was saying is like you if you deal with like being alone and loneliness and, Mm -hmm. and all that and like then you see other people if you focus on what everybody else is doing and how you're not invited like it's just going to further increase and amplify that loneliness it's going to further isolate you and put you even further away from where you want to be and so we you have to sometimes you have to do it your like yourself Mm -hmm. you're not going to be invited to everything as a person it is impossible to be invited to every single thing with all of your friends you have there's within uh, like all of your friends there's probably many, many, many small friend groups within all the people you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just some people are closer to some, some people other. And I, I just sounded very Southern when I said that. <laughs> some people closer than other. And where I think there there could be times where like, okay, like if you have a close-knit group of friends or whatever, mm-hmm. like, and they're excluding you purposely, like, okay, like address it and have that conversation. Yeah. But I'm more so talking about like that maybe it's acquaintances or it's people you're not super close to, you don't have that relational equity like you were talking about. Like, like you need to work through that yourself. And if you want to hang out with them, okay, plan something and invite them. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't want to come, then okay, now there's that's a different issue. Like mm-hmm. you need to maybe, why do they not want to hang out with me? Or why are they, if you, mul- if you, you know, invite them multiple times and they're all not wanting to hang out, like, okay, maybe there's a different issue mm-hmm. here. Um, but sometimes I think we want everybody to do everything for us. Yes. And we want everything handed to us. And that's a whole, like, other conversation, I feel like. One of the things that I think, because I, I used to be that person that used mm. to be, like, very, like, I was a lonely person. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody deals with loneliness. I yeah. still deal with loneliness, you know, to an extent, because I'm a single man <laughs> living alone. You that's a too. whole, yeah, that's a whole nother, the fear of <laughs> missing is, out on, on marriage. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I used to have some of the, these same things, but this is something the Lord taught me is that I had this like revelation of a question in my head is that, well, what are you chasing after? Mm. Is it, I'm trying to find validation and contentment in people and I never found it in the Lord. Yeah. There it is. And until you find that in the Lord first, you always check. You always have FOMO because you're constantly chasing after something that mm-hmm. can never fill that God-sized yeah. void yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, dude, there's a verse right here, Proverbs chapter three, verse thirteen. It says, "Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding." Mm. Now, one of the things you know, obviously, you've heard me say before. I think the greatest thing, one of the greatest things that you can pray for apart from salvation is wisdom. Yeah, because uh, the Bible talks so heavily on like. You need wisdom to be able to navigate this life. That's how you navigate friendships. That's how you navigate your relationship with the Lord. It You need it along with the help of the Holy Spirit to be able to 
approach these things and approach these feelings in your life in a in a good and healthy way because the Bible also says what because like when you're in that FOMO place or whatever you you kind of get angry or whatever so what yeah. does the Bible say be angry and sin not well that's almost impossible because mm. we're human yeah so and he also had to teach me is that you know in my pursuit for him above all else and above everything else the contentment that I find in him even though I may I'm not I don't never struggle with loneliness again, mm-hmm. but now in my loneliness, I know who I can turn to and where I can go. And it's because I'm seeking after the Lord and I'm seeking after his wisdom. That's why I think it's no surprise when it says joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. Mm-hmm. It's because, God, I'm understanding now that, first off, the life that I have and the circle of friends, that they first belong to you. So before, like, and you, you've given them to to me as a gift in my life, you've placed me here around these people. And even mm-hmm. if they're not treating you right or fairly, the Bible also says this Proverbs chapter three, verse three through four Proverbs chapter three. You just need to go read it. Mm-hmm. It says, never let loyalty and kindness leave you tie them around your neck as a reminder, write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. Mm. If people are treating you wrong, People are treating you bad. They're leaving you out on purpose or whatever. Really, there's nothing that you can do about it because their mind may already be set. Yeah. Or if it's a feeling that the enemy is just trying to get you to use comparison and insecurity as a way to justify your sinful feelings, mm-hmm. whichever it is, it's still a command from God. Never let kindness and never let that stuff leave you mm-hmm. because first off, the Lord was kind to you. Yeah. So to the extent that you show kindness, kindness will be shown to, shown unto you. Mm. That's good. That's so good. Um so I think kind of a question like should, which, so I don't think, so FOMO is like, I think an issue for anybody Christian or not. Absolutely. It's prevalent within, within anyone. Yeah. Um, so as, like as Christians, because I think people who maybe aren't believers, they probably don't see, like they obviously don't like having FOMO, but they don't see it as like an issue probably in their life. Um, as Christians, should we be okay with FOMO? Or should we, should we like not have FOMO as Christians? Your feelings, if you have a fear of missing out, and if genuinely, like I said earlier, if people, if you can justify and prove, you know that hey, these people are intentionally leaving me out. I don't necessarily yeah. know what I've done or whatever. People mm-hmm. might be treating you wrong. That's yeah. a fifty percent on. Mm-hmm. The other fifty percent on is that your feelings are not invalidated, but they're placed in the wrong in the wrong place. Yeah. So for Christians, I think the first question should be is that um, I'm going to share with you something that I learned at Lyft Conference uh, okay. just a little that, bit ago. At Passion. Yeah, at Passion. Ben Stewart was teaching the session, and he said this line. It was very, very good. It's because in all of these feelings and emotions that we have, mm-hmm. what that does is create this shrug and weariness inside of us. It's exhausting because when you're carrying all that weight, that was what you were never meant to carry. Mm. So first off, you become weary. And this is the thing that I love. Ben Stewart said, weariness plus opportunity equals failure. Mm, Say that again. Weariness plus opportunity equals failure. Your weariness Mm, gives food Mm -hmm. and feeds opportunities for you to be able to sin greatly Mm, and will cause you to stumble and fail and miss the mark. Mm -hmm. Because when you're angry about something, you're just about willing to do anything. Yeah. When you're upset about something, compromise. you're just about yeah. You're willing to compromise mm-hmm. your moral standard that God has set before you mm-hmm. and has called you to live for the sake of getting your own justice. 
Mm. First off, justice doesn't belong to you. Yeah. Vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says. Yeah. You have no right to... to now, if it's a brother or sister in Christ, that's a whole different story, a whole yeah. different podcast. We can come back to that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but first off, justice was never yours. Mm-hmm. So take it and target it in a different way. Lord, I don't know if I should feel the way that I feel. And if I do feel the way that I feel, then give me wisdom and understanding to be able to approach the conversation so that as I approach it, you may use the Holy Spirit to help guide and mediate this tension between us mm. so that you may now restore the relationships that I have with my peers or it just may be severed. Which either way that I go, I'm fine because I'm first content in you. Mm, that's good. I think that statement that you that you quoted from Ben Stewart is kind of reminding me of um, Galatians six nine, yeah, which says, "So let's not get tired of doing what is good. Yes. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if yes. we don't give up." And so when we get when and there, there's also in the word I, I don't know exactly where, but don't grow weary of doing good, um, similar to. That might be a different translation of Galatians 6 9, actually, or it's a different verse. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, that weariness and opportunity leads to failure. Like, we, it, when we grow weary, that's when the FOMO is going to be prevalent. It's going to be biggest. That's when insecurity is going to be biggest, loneliness. All of it's going to grow when we grow weary. And so Galatians 6, you know, Paul is saying, let's not grow tired mm-hmm. of doing good. And so I think wh- how we can apply this to our lives within this conversation is when you have that fear of missing out, you know, when that, that, that feeling is coming, like don't grow tired of, of doing good. Like, so Mm -hmm. like keep being the good friend, other people keep inviting other Mm -hmm. people, keep trying to do things like you have to, you're going to have to be the person to invite. Sometimes you're going to have to Mm -hmm. be the person to plan. Um, there's been times where I haven't been like, I haven't been friends with somebody Mm -hmm. and they don't, like and I, we kind of know each other. I want to be friends with them. They don't text me ever. They're not ever trying to make plans. They're not trying to invite me to anything. And I had to, I had to text them. I had to initiate conversation. Mm-hmm. I had to initiate a plan. And I kept doing it. And we're friends now. And like mm-hmm. somebody's got to initiate. It can't always be the other person. You can't mm-hmm. always put it on the other people. And so I want to like the the second part of that verse. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Right. You got to be persistent if you want that really good friend, or if you want that friend group. You know, like you're gonna have to continue to do good to to I think to to get that. Like if the Lord wants you to have that friend or or have like friends or whatever, like he's going to give you what you need. And we have to, we have to keep doing it. We can't grow weary and we can't live in that weariness of like, man, I tried once. Now I'm just going to never do anything again. Everybody's going to have to do it for me. And even if the friendships don't work out, don't count it as a loss and be upset. Count it as probably the Lord is probably trying to protect you from something. Yeah. Or someone. For sure. You never know. For sure. So I think I think that's so good. Like if I think a lot of times, you know, when it's a no or it's a closed door, we think like, oh, bad. But no, like that's an answer. And so like if if people aren't inviting you like consistently and like don't want you around, mm-hmm. like I think you'll know. And yeah. wh- why would you want to be with people who don't want you there? Absolutely. I don't. Yeah. Like there's been times where there's some, like I see somebody doing stuff and I'm like, man, why? Like, why can I not? do that or why can I not be with them or whatever and it's like wait like if they don't want me there then okay I don't want to be there either like and then that that fear of missing out is like I'm not missing out on much because they like don't 
they don't want me there and like or they or whatever and even that goes with like um when you're looking at at life um your like future and like you see all these Mm -hmm. people that have all these things Mm -hmm. or whatever like what like that could happen you know Mm -hmm. but like it's um when you have the the mindset of all that like the just the fear of missing out like you're probably gonna miss out if you're focusing on the fear of it you're probably going to miss out on the marriage. You're going to miss out on the job. You're going to miss out on the, the, the life you want to live. If you're focusing on not having it, if you're focusing on the fear, you're not going to have, you're not going to attain that. Like the Lord's and I don't think going to honor the fear. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to honor the, the doing good. He's going to honor the obedience and the faithfulness and the fruits of the spirit and being mm-hmm. like Jesus. That's what he, he's going to honor. He's not going to honor living in fear. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most important things too is that, the biggest application that I think you can apply to your life, and even from this podcast, like we could go on about this, um, but the challenge I would say, the challenge I'm going to issue to all of you is that you have to be a student of you. Mm. You have to master you. And what I mean by that is that you have to know how the enemy gets to you, and you have to know what thoughts and feelings you're entertaining. Mm-hmm. So when you have these feelings of like you're you're missing out on friendships, you're missing out on careers, you're missing out on success, you're missing out on financial security, you're missing out on all these things. And even you could even look and envy other people's relationship with God and feel like you're missing out on something when you're mm. when you're not. Yeah. Which can cause you to sin against them. Mm. So you have to know how the enemy gets to you. Mm-hmm. What does he bring to the forethought of your mind? What's the first things that you think about and the first feelings and emotions that you experience? Chances are it's sinful. Mm. So no, and you take that because the enemy is very crafty in how he deceives you into justifying your anger and your resentment and division that he's building towards other people. Mm-hmm. So you have to know what, you, what you're entertaining through your mind. And as soon as you know how, what you're entertaining, you can stop it. Mm-hmm. The other things is that where do you let it go? So once you start entertaining these thoughts, where do you let it go? You Most of the time, you try to, you probably run rabbit trails Mm. and spend an insane amount of time worried about things that other people probably have not even thought of Mm -hmm. because you know like we said earlier sometimes probably 50 percent of the time when you're feeling these things or whatever they have generally no idea they're like they didn't intentionally just not include you or whatever it is and so you're taking these thoughts and you're letting it run you through a whole day few days or few weeks of just sadness loneliness Mm -hmm. and depression and you're letting it more isolate you Mm. yeah and that's dangerous Mm -hmm. so you have to know you you have to be a a student of you proverbs chapter 4 says look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you mark out a straight path for your feet and stay on the safe path don't get sidetracked and keep your feet from following evil that last part is so is so good Mm-hmm. Don't don't get sidetracked and keep your feet from following evil. No one wants to follow evil. Mm-mm. No one intentionally does it, but because the enemy is deceptive and crafty, he takes us down roads that we never even knew that we were on. Mm-hmm. So don't allow those thoughts to enter- entertain you. Yeah. Um, so last thing I'll say, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this conversation. But don't focus on the fear. Psalm 56, 3 says, but when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. Mm -hmm. When I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. So every time you have that fear of missing out, whether it's with, with its people, you know, not getting invited to things, not being friends with people, maybe it's the fear of missing out on a a future life you want or a a job, a marriage or, um, 
whatever it is, success, like all these different things that we have a fear of missing out on. Psalm says right here, mm-hmm. but when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. We have to put our trust in the Lord that he's going to provide us with what we need, not what we want, but with what we need. So you might want that friend to be your friend, but the Lord might know that you don't need that friend to be your friend. Mm-hmm. So whenever we have that fear, whenever fear comes in in any way, we got to put our trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Lance, thank you so much for coming on, having this conversation. I think this was one of our more productive conversations and um, or we got to talk about a lot here, but always appreciate you having on. I'm sure yep. we'll hear from you again soon. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening um, from whatever platform you're at. Hey, if you are listening, share it on your social media, put the word out there, get the You Belong podcast out in the social media. Get the word out. But thank you guys so much. I hope this was encouraging. Hope it was uh, inspiring. And I hope it was challenging. Love you guys. See you on the next episode. Peace out.